Hi, everybody. Hope you are doing great. And we really pray you are enjoying this Flourish series on how we flourish in every area of our life. Today, it is my privilege to talk to us for a few moments on flourishing family. Do you know, I think most people dream of having a family that is truly flourishing. You know, family brings all sorts of complexities and it comes in all sorts of shapes and sizes. But can I tell you today that it is never too late to make steps towards seeing your family truly flourish, even in these challenging times. Family is fundamental to the design that God made for humanity in our individual lives and in our societies at large. It meets this innate hunger in each one of our souls. And because family is made up of lots of individuals, it should not surprise us that in this word family, we see lots and lots of blessing, but we also can see lots and lots of challenge. Proverbs 31. You know, it's a challenging chapter in the Bible. It's composed by a son. His name's King Lemuel, and he's speaking of the wisdom taught to him by his mum for a flourishing life. And in verse 28, it says that her children arise. It says that they actually rise up, that they rise up in unity. How do we raise families that truly flourish and like it says in Proverbs 31 and like it says in many scriptures of the word, how do we raise families that truly rise up and flourish knowing that the goal isn't an Instagram perfect family because there will always be discussions and differences but the goal is that we would still in the midst of it all be flourishing in life. The Bible instructs us often using the metaphors of a garden, a vine, fruit, seasons, soil, weeding, watering. And just as a gardener, you know, ask my husband, he is on the gardening trajectory of his life. He loves it. But you know, I watch him at the moment, he is learning everything that he can learn about gardening. And just as a gardener is constantly learning the art of optimum gardening, I'm a big believer in continually being students of how to have healthy and healthier relationships. Let me read to you from John 15, which I know you've heard before, but stay with me this morning. It says here, I am the vine, you are the branches. Let's not get that confused, hey? He is the vine, we are the branches. The word says, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you don't remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. And such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, 
showing yourselves to be my disciples. Remain. Remain. Think about that word. I treasure that word. As God asks us to dig deep into his word, into his life, to bear not just good fruit, but much fruit. And this is our prayer for all of us as we delve into this flourishing families, as we remain in the flow of life in Christ. We need God's word to be in that flow and we need each other. You know, by my bed, you will always find my Bible, many versions, but my Bible, um, a notebook and usually two or three just of ideas and thoughts, writing things down, journaling, and an autobiography of a godly person who has already walked the path that I am now walking. And I find myself doing this, this innate learner, following the lives of parents, grandparents who've gone before godly men and women who are sharing their lives with us on how to do this well. We need God and we need each other. So flourishing families. Let me just give you a few simple things. The first one, if a tree needs water, and it does, how do we water for flourishing families? Do you know there's lots of ways that you can water your family relationships? Whether you are a parent sitting here today, a sibling, a son or a daughter, Part of having a flourishing family actually is to feed and nurture the souls of those in our world. One of the greatest words to help our families flourish is this word encouragement. Encouragement is king. It's life to the bones. Our words of affirmation are like living water in the environment of family and relational health. In Colossians 3, it says, Fathers, parents, do not exasperate your children because they'll lose heart. That's what it says. But in Thessalonians, it says, Encourage one another, build one another up. The Word of God is saying to us, Let encouragement set the tone of your home. What's the tone of your home? Is the tone of your home one that reflects hope and life, not unnecessary drama or continued negative statements over your home, I would encourage you today to look at the tone of your home. Are you one who waters with encouragement? You know, another way to water is I've written here, let your children see you seek God. This in itself waters children's hearts and souls, and it gives actually the people in our world such confidence. Do you know, years ago when Mark was walking through an incredibly hard time and I was really praying for him every day and I'm like, God, I don't know what you're going to do. But there was a day, there was a day that I walked out early in the morning to prepare breakfast for the family and the one who'd already got up a long time before me was sitting in the lounge room. It was Mark. And he's on his knees with his Bible. And you know, from that day to this, it's the same stance that I find him in every morning. And I cannot tell you 
how much confidence that gives me as a wife and a mum. I cannot tell you how much confidence that gives our children. And it helps set the tone for the day to water ourselves, to water our children, to set the tone of encouragement in our homes. Prayer, pray with your children. There was a long season in our girls' lives when they were a lot younger, we're at bedtime. By the time we'd read books and read the Bible and talked and prayed with each of them, the night was done. And, you know, in those times it feels like, oh, my gosh, this is so busy. But, you know, I look back now and I see this as such a watering season where seeds well, their seeds of faith and family were being watered and cultivated. This is a time that it is time consuming, but it's rich and rewarding, beautiful seasons. Another thing this morning, a fruitful tree needs pruning. And I've written in brackets and in large um, print, I find this super hard. You know, John 15 speaks about the pruning, the needful show of care to plants that bear good fruit. But remember this, pruning isn't necessarily punishment. Pruning is an art form. And actually, you know, if you talk to a gardener, one of the secrets of pruning a plant is to prune often and a little at a time. You know, if our families are left to grow without any gentle and firm shaping, by the time they are adults, you will find that there are things that maybe should have been pruned earlier. You know, for example, with social media, I believe that as parents, we have to know how to prune because we cannot expect a good result where there is, is no boundary in that space. You know, I've had times where I've failed in this area of pruning and I will say that I was constantly reminded by my two eldest daughters that my pruning abilities did get a little wearier by the third daughter. Um, but thank God for family. Amen. All right. Another one. Another little point this morning. I've written here, take down the little foxes. Watch for threats to the culture of your family. Poor attitudes, lack of discipline, um, an unwillingness to listen or an unwillingness to forgive. Do you know, it has been said that what walks in the parents runs in the child. And I want to challenge you today as we keep our own lives free from those things, from free from addiction and unhelpful practices, that, that this um, standard will also help our children learn to walk in freedom. Take down little foxes. It's also good to remember the power of prayer. Do you know there are some times when those little foxes have been out of my grasp, but I do understand the power of being a praying parent is actually um, I cherish that role as a parent. And I think um, it's super important as the Holy Spirit in those moments speaks to us about our children, our grandchildren, our marriages, our other relationships and our own deficiencies in this space. And the Holy Spirit will teach us how to pray and what to pray to help us see those little foxes. Do you know there's a strange belief that one must keep their children happy in order to be a good parent? 
But you know, this is called a helicopter parent. <laughs> it's a parent I've been known to do that, um, who hovers they so close to their child in order to manipulate every part of their child's life so they are untouched by any negatives. But you know, there's no sign of resilience built in that kind of parenting. But rather, let me paint another picture. As a parent, we are like a coach who at every point of loss and every point of triumph, we are there and present to help and support and guide and pray. Time and example, time and example, time and example. These are the great gifts that we bring to our families. As all the great things in life, take time. Take down the little foxes. I have other points here, create a strong trellis. A vine needs structure and support around it in order to flourish and grow. You know, the Word of God is our ultimate strong trellis. Every person needs the Word of God and then every person needs good, strong people and mentors around them to help you keep healthy and to see you and cheer you on so you continue to bear much fruit. There's no better place than the house of God, that the church of God to find this. In Deuteronomy 11 verse 21, this is what it says. So that as long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land. You know, that should give you great hope today. The best gift that I can bring to my family is a strong me, a growing me, an authentic me. And what I bring to my family matters. Do you know what you bring to your family matters? I am the mum and the wife and grandma in my own home. But you know, I am also a woman with influence in my community, with my neighbours, in my church, with our business, in my friendships. And how I show up to this life actually matters. How you show up in your life matters. My value is in not what I have achieved, whether as a wife or a mum or in my life accomplishments, but my value is who I am in Christ, who He says I am. And I, just like you, we are an important piece of this family of God. When life gets relationally sticky, you know, we tend to run from these, those two words, flourishing families. We tend to isolate, harbour unforgiveness, build up resentment. But can I tell you this morning, there's a big price to pay for isolation and there's a big price to pay for unforgiveness. There's a big price to pay to prove yourself right. Jesus actually prayed to the Father before he gave up his life for us. And he said this, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. It's literally what he said. See, the gift of grace that Jesus gave his life for was given for us all. Do you know why? Because we need it. We need grace, this unmerited understanding of God's favour on our lives. We need it because no matter our past, 
where we find ourselves today, no matter what great things or disappointments that life has thrown at you, the Bible says that Jesus came to give us life and life in all its fullness. That sounds like flourish to me. So I pray today, I pray that your families will flourish. I pray today that if you are sitting in unforgiveness or resentment or just anger, disappointment, I pray today that you'll take time to sit before our loving Father and receive his grace today. And if you've never said yes to Jesus, can I pray with you this morning that you would open your heart and simply ask him to come in. The Bible says he forgives us of our sin, that he sets us on our course for the very reason that we draw breath, that he gives us a surety of our eternity, an eternity with him. So I want to pray for you today in Jesus' name. Father, for anybody who is struggling in this area of family, I just pray great grace. I pray that they'll take the time over these next few hours and days to literally just come before you and find grace for where they find themselves today. And I speak life over every family, every relational dysfunction. Father, every sense of disappointment, we just thank you that your grace is enough. And Lord God, for anyone who's opening their hearts to you today for the first time, Lord, I just thank you that you've always just taken us as we are. You don't ask us to clean up before we come to you. You just say, come as we are. And so I just encourage all of those today who really want to open their hearts to you, Father, that today is the day of their salvation. And I thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen, amen. If you prayed that prayer today, I want you to click that button on your screen. That is like a hand up um, little sign. And literally it just means I've opened my heart to Jesus and one of our team will contact you and pray with you and we'll get a Bible in your hand and we'll get you going on what life in Jesus looks like. Before I finish this morning, I want to say this. The best gift that I can give my family when, it, when we talk about flourishing families is a strong me, a growing me, an authentic me. And what I bring to our family matters. What you bring to your family matters. And I want to encourage you this morning that whatever is going on in your family, I, I've always got stuff going on in my family. Do you know, but the resilience message that we talked about recently has taught me how to stand, how to pray, how to declare, how to fight the right battles, to continue to encourage and to continue to love the people in my world that God has gifted me with. And I encourage you today, whatever is going on in your family, as I started with, it is never too late to believe God for better days when it comes to your family. I want to pray for you this morning. Father, I thank you today. 
I thank you that you are a good God. You're a God who has given us family. And I pray today that each one of us will learn to operate in the fruits of the Spirit to those around us. Father God, that we'll be quick to forgive, that we'll learn how to continue to pray and believe the best. And Father God, we just speak health and wholeness over every family listening today. And I just speak your blessing and your favour over them. I thank you that any residue from the past today, we thank you it all sits under the blood of Jesus and we step confidently into our future. All of our hope, all of our strength is in you, Lord God, and we give you all glory and honour in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen and Amen. Now, for more on Flourishing Families, don't forget to go to our YouTube, hope you see YouTube channel and look up Flourishing Families. Sit down, get your pen and paper and dig a little deeper. We love you and we believe in you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.